It's under 10 days now until I move. And I'm not going to lie, as a man who, who, has, who has thought for his life that stress never really got to me, the stress is getting to me just a little bit. Welcome, Goop Dog. This is the Friendly Confines Podcast. I am Cheeseburger Walrus. Cubs win 4-1 to one on the back of John Lester pitching a, a, a Maddox, a complete game using under 100 pitches, and only surrendering one run on, uh, on a couple doubles in one of them, their innings. Um, really a great, great night by him. I, I think he had 68 pitches through six. Uh, and, and so that's, that's kind of vintage Lester right there, getting, getting the job done, letting the bullpen rest, making sure they're all ready to go. Not that they've been really worked out too hard lately, but, uh, anytime, anytime you can not use them on a day, that is, that is definitely a good thing, especially after, uh, after Lackey kind of stumbled a little bit on Monday. Speaking of Lackey at this point, he is very much a, a number five starter, uh, and, and for me, you know, there, there's a lot of discussion in terms of, you know, what makes a number one, what makes number two, blah, blah, blah. For me, it's, it's based on, on a how often or how many games in between I expect them to throw a really good game. Uh, so for a number five starter, I, I expect one out of every five games is really good. The other four are anywhere from crappy to, uh, to decent. Then four, three. For a number two starter, I expect them every other time at least to throw a really good game. And then the other one can be whatever. And and obviously for, for an ace, you expect them to be on pretty much every game. Uh, and and I think that's really really what you should expect out of out of someone who's who's an ace. You know, the folks like like Scherzer was in the past couple of years, Verlander was four or five years ago. And with, with Verlander, I and, and I always always kind of get a chuckle. Anytime uh, any pundit will say you know that that player X has the certain profile that will age well. I immediately know that player is not going to age well at all. Definitely happened with Verlander. Uh, I, I know there's there's been, there's been a few targets of the Cubs in the past few years to where everyone's like, oh, they'll 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 get into their 30s just fine. Uh, and and when someone like Albert Pujols, who has has about the, the the perfect batting profile you could hope for, high walks, low strikeouts, tons of power. Uh, he, he hasn't aged well. It's just, it's just a a fact of the matter that, uh, anyone who's going to be productive in major league baseball after the age of 31, 32, uh, on, on kind of a consistent basis is, is, is a bit of a unicorn. So with the Cubs win tonight, uh, looking at, is this, is this the end of the slump? I mean, right now they're, they're 24 and 21, uh, certainly sitting, uh, sitting pretty. And, and, and to that, I'm, I'm, they had a bad road trip. I I think a lot of it is, as fans, we came into the season with our expectations way too high. Coming off of a World Series win, combined with the the start this team had the the team had last year, I think I think a lot of people were, were coming into the season thinking that they were gonna they were gonna go twenty and twenty and five in the first twenty five games and just not look back and just really just hammer you know hammer down on everybody. Uh, and, and they came out and, and they did well through the first like 30 games, 
20 some odd games. They were like 16 and 12 at, at, at one point or something like that. And that's, that's a really good start. That gets you on path for 90 wins, no problem. Uh, the, the problem was that that wasn't the start that people were expecting to the season. And they had that start with a lot of guys performing like complete dog shit. And, and so when you combined it issues with expectations and players playing like dog crap, that, that caused a lot of people to have angst. And then, and then you throw in a really tough road trip uh, where they didn't do very well at all. And, and all of a sudden, the Doom Boners are, are fully erect and it's been more than four hours and they don't care. With, and, and with a lot of it, folks also then come out and, and start nitpicking every little thing that, that gets done. Day-to-day lineups, defensive changes. And I will say that with Madden, I really, I, I really don't think he's, he's above average in the game management part, part of it. In the clubhouse part of, of being a manager, I, he, he has to be just tippy-tip top. The, the, the accolades that he has and, and just the way that, that players buy into, into what he does. And then you look at a lot of his decisions on the field. Uh, they're, they're getting them to rally. to I, I don't even know necessarily. I mean, when you're talking about this level of talent that you have in, in Major League Baseball, uh, getting guys to believe in themselves. I, I mean, that, that sounds like something that, that you would have, have to have in a manager in a cube farm at Wells Fargo. To where you know folks are going into a dull, gray, dreary, lifeless environment, and and then having what joy they have sucked out of them by Betty and accounting, you know that that sounds like something that a manager there would have to be able to do, not not someone with with twenty five guys who all have insane abilities and and have pretty much always been the best, you know, one of the best players on the on the team, excluding veterans, but. Once they get kind of get into the majors, but who knows? Shocker! I've never been in a major league clubhouse. Uh, I've never talked to a major league player, so I don't know. He uh, Madden clearly does does some things well, and and I think right now uh, I've seen him drink that glass of wine. And let me just say, I hate wine glasses. Don't know why. Uh, when I drink wine, it's it's out of a um, it's out of a regular glass. It's, it's out of the same glasses I use that to drink my Canadian club. That's the, that's the drink of choice for this evening. I, I just, I don't know why. I just hate wine glasses. The long stem, the, you, you put like two drops of wine in this giant glass, and then it, you just look like a, a smarmy douche drinking it. I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm just being an asshole. I have been rather grumpy lately, and I will attribute that to the stress. Not only, not only am I moving, I'm moving into a house that uh, stretches... My budget, it's it's a little bit of a risk. Taking on some risk here with with the house. If if I if I get fired in the next uh, six months, I'm I'm pretty well screwed. Uh, but you know, in terms of the house itself, it's it's enough undervalue, and it's all stuff that that I can do to the house. Uh, so that way, in in twenty years, when I look to sell it, hopefully there's there's some additional gains besides the uh, you know whatever houses appreciate over over time. So long story short, uh, no, I, I, I don't know if this is the end of the slump. I mean, really, you can't, you, trying to pick it out one game at a time and figure out, you know, which game is the start of the slump and which game is the end of the slump. And, and oh my God, Ian Happ is just doing so amazing. He's a, he's a starter now. That's like trying to follow the news by the hour and formulate uh, your complete worldview based off of that. 
And 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 I think that's that that's one of the worst things in in modern society is is just how accessible news stories are uh, to to everyone at all times. And and some people will say, well, that's good. Then we have more accountability of our uh, of our elected officials. I I I think I think a lot of it is just. I mean, I, I would imagine if, if you knew how many times your heart skipped a beat throughout the day or how many times some part of some major part of your body didn't work right over the course of a day, you would probably shit your pants or, or maybe not. I don't that, that there's nothing scientific based off of that. I don't actually know. Uh, sometimes being able to kind of smooth out, uh, smooth out performances, smooth out a, a season in baseball helps. I mean, looking, looking back at, uh, June, July uh, of last year, there was a whole lot of freaking out. But when you can smooth that out over the course of uh, of even just the regular season, you can see that that Cubs team was incredibly talented. Uh, and, and and a lot of us knew that even even then. Uh, and, and even with this team, there's just so much talent there that you have to expect that they're going to that they're going to win the division. And and if they don't, you know, if this turns into a 2004 scenario where they miss the playoffs. It, it it will take it will take a lot more than some struggles out of a couple players, uh, and and a and a bad road road out God road series um, to uh, to to cause them to 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 miss the playoffs. With that being said, Cubs do have uh, it's, it's some sort of bright spot here. Cubs do have the seventh most runs per game in the major leagues. Uh, so so despite uh, half the offense just sucking balls. Uh, they're still they're still at least getting runs across the plate, and and somehow they've managed to do a lot of that without Ian Happ in the lineup. I don't know how. Uh, I, I I frankly don't know how they won the World Series last year without him, but they did somehow. Uh, clearly it was rigged. Which which brings me to another thing. Right before I recorded, I saw an article by Tim Buffoe, and 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 I'm, I'm the more I think of it, uh, the more it's sarcasm regarding how uh, the Cubs' success forever soaked in lies. And and how we have to give back the 2016 World Series trophy and and yeah now 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 that I'm I'm like saying this as sarcasm this this article is sarcasm it's it in that vein uh, I I guess in terms of like official media types I don't put anything past them I, I, I they really have to go over the top with sarcasm and something like this for me to think that it's sarcasm anyway check it out it's uh, on CBS local. Dot com. I, I don't know. I, I don't even know how I found it, but it's it, it's mildly entertaining. One thing with with the Cubs, with the Cubs having the seventh most runs per game, they 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 are middle of the road with their with their OPS, which tells me that that they've had some sequencing luck so far. You know, a matter of, you know, getting a guy on base and then all of a sudden you have a two run home run or and, and I know a lot of you know, a lot of talk with. Uh, runners in scoring position woes, uh, you know, maybe, you know, every time they've gotten the, you know, ducks on the pond, bases loaded, they've been able to get everybody home uh, and they just struggle in a couple other areas that are, are more visible. And, and that is, is semi worrying maybe, uh, again, with, with guys, with, with this team, the, the offense is good enough that, uh, the seventh most runs per game is to me a little bit of a of a, of a downer. That's that's lower than I would expect expect them to be at the end of the season. Ultimately, I, I think the, the the Cubs offense they they'll kick it in gear. Uh, guys like Rizzo, uh, Welling, uh, God, I always want to call him Wellington Castillo, but that is not right at all. Wilson Contreras, uh, he he's already turned on the Jets. Uh, 
Zobris, these guys know what they're doing. Uh, they will turn it on. And uh, I could definitely see them within the within the top five uh, at the end of the year. One thing also that, that I guess I, I didn't see, I saw an article uh, that uh, the Red Sox manager, I had his name and now it's slipping my mind. Uh, Farrell? John Farrell? Is, is he still the manager over there? Uh, apparently the Red Sox have, have kind of gotten out to a shitty start to the season. And his job is is not looking too too promising in terms of whether or not he'll have it tomorrow. Uh, yeah, they're they're twenty three and twenty one right now. Uh, I, I don't know what they did, what they did today, but in terms of a firing a manager, and and it seems like the Red Sox have kind of underachieved, basically even you know that since the year before Theo left, and I, and I know there was that one year that they won the World Series, but other than that. It just really seems like with the way that organization was at kind of at the end of the, the 2000s, the aughts, at the end of the aughts, I don't know how I feel about saying the aughts. It's kind of fun now that I'm doing it, but uh, considering where they were at the end of the aughts and, and kind of where they're at now to where they're not just, you know, steamrolling the division every year, it's, it, it's kind of baffling. Uh, and same with the Blue Jays. It, it seemed like they were, they were kind of poised well to, to have some sort of success and then kind of sure. Yeah. They made the playoffs a couple of years. I suppose that, I mean, for, for someone like Toronto, which I, I, Toronto is a good, a good sized city, but when you're in Toronto fighting against teams like the Yankees, Red Sox, uh, year in and year out. And, and the Orioles have been just fantastic the last few years. It, uh, it, I guess it's, it's, it's excusable that they've, uh, had some hard times competing lately. Also breaking, breaking news coming in, uh, Rossi, and and I don't even know if this is breaking news. It's it, it's an unconfirmed report uh, that that Rossi got second place in Dancing with the Stars. Uh, I, I've seen he's he's made it in the final two, and I've seen he's gotten second place. And so with that, if he only got second place, boo, boo. I mean, it's it's rigged. Clearly, it's rigged. I mean, I know David Ross, terrific grot guy, great dancer. Just the best, really. Uh, he, he's the best guy with the best dance moves. Um, let me tell you what. On, uh, on radio this morning, they, I, I don't know, I, I was catching in and out of, of my son talking and, and not paying attention to, uh, to reality while I was going down the road. There was a lady on there who went on a first date with someone to a restaurant here in town. And the restaurant has, uh, outside of it, they have this, these giant stone horses, and and I guess the the guy turned around and did a, a Trump impression about how big the how how huge huge the uh, the horses were and the lady was oblivious like he said huge and to her that was a big deal and just everything he was doing just completely put her off and and there will not be a second date and to that I say good job man you just you just dodged a bullet she is she is a pain in the ass waiting to happen with my current lady friend. I think on our first on our first quote unquote date uh, or meeting, I guess uh, I when I saw her, I said good enough because at that point I'd been on on a couple of shitty dates in a row, and she was attractive and 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 at least had something between the ears, and and I even I even told her that on on the first date, and she just laughed. I'm like, oh okay, this is pretty awesome. Anyway, uh no, so if if Rossi gets to dance again next week, good luck to him. He's I have a feeling he'll he'll knock it out if if he's just in the top two for now and they get a dance off. Uh, I I would say something out of foot loose, just rebel against the system, 
that is clearly rigged against you. Go, Rossi, go. Which leads me into uh, kind of the, the, the final thing I, I wanted to discuss today, and that was, that was narratives. And, and one of these days, I, I need to have like just like an hour-long just rant, just where I, where I go off uh, about, about narratives. Uh, my big ones from, from last year were, were the whole, like, oh, we don't win the World Series without Chapman. Bull crap. Yeah, he wasn't that he wasn't that good in the playoffs. And he impacted very very few, like seventy plate appearances out of the entire play, uh, playoffs. And positional guys did that just on offense alone. So don't 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 sit here and tell me that that Chapman, who wasn't completely sharp, regardless of how Madden used him, made or broke our uh our, our World Series victory last year. One thing I, I am glad to see that that seems to have kind of died off this year is the idea that bullpens win World Series. That was something even before the playoffs last year, I, I thought was complete bullshit. And then when you look at, uh, at, at, the, at the playoffs last year, especially the World Series, in the World Series, the Indians clearly had the better bullpen, but the Cubs still won. Why? Just simply because they, there's, there's really three components to a baseball game. Hitting, defense, and pitching, right? So the Cubs had better hitting and at least better starting pitching than the Indians. And they had a pretty phenomenal defense. And and so when you can do do two of those three, you're going to win most of the time. It doesn't matter whether you have... It, I would say offense is probably the most important. You could have you could have a team full of Darwin Barneys and Greg Maddox's. And, and, and I doubt... And that's Greg Maddox in his prime, not current date Greg Maddox, because he would probably suck. And I, I mean, you'd be playing a lot of like two, you know, three to two ball games, but I don't think you'd be winning very many of them, simply because you, you just you can't string together enough hits when your entire team sucks. <sighs> so now, did, has Schwarber sucked because he's because he's let off? You know, and that's that one's actually potentially believable if somehow in his approach. He heard leadoff hitter and said, "I just, you know, I need, I need to see, I need to see five, six pitches per plate appearance, and that's my goal right now." And so then that caused him to not swing at maybe, you know, a, a, a second pitch that was that was right in his wheelhouse. That's that's at least semi believable. But Schwarber sucking, let's say Schwarber sucking because of the shift, which is which is brought on because he's leading off. Look, the the dude is just having a rough couple of months, and especially when 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 you're a younger player in the in the major leagues, you're gonna have a couple months where you're just not gonna do very well, and and that's that's kind of what he's going through right now. He's just tremendous talent there, considering uh, his pedigree coming out of college, how good he did in college, and then you look at at the minor leagues, and he put up numbers right up there with Bryant in the minor leagues, and then he comes into the major leagues. And he mashes the shit out of the ball. I mean, it's it, it it's not like we're looking at Byron Buxton here, who's who's a complete bust. Which I never I, with with Buxton, I never got the the whole like the, he's consensus consensus number one prospect. I mean, this guy clearly A plus, you know, eighty grade, just just fantastic, just just the best, really. I never got that because because he wasn't putting up. I mean, considering how he was being billed, he wasn't putting up the numbers in the minor leagues to justify that. It's it, it it's really it's I it, it's almost as if I'm really starting to to question the prospect group gurus and their minor league scouting. I know it's shocking that 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 a bunch of guys in their mom's basements 
I don't have a basement, so no, I'm not in my basement. And I would imagine the acoustics in my mom's basement would suck. Whole lot of well, no, I take that back. So, so, so the foundation walls there. There's, there's a lot of basically where they, where they just kind of dug a trench and then poured the cement down into the trench and let it cure, and then dug out where they wanted, you know, wherever they wanted to have an open space in the basement. I mean, it's, it's a 130 year old house built on a farm. So I, 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 I don't know. Maybe, maybe they did have construction crews that went around like today back then. I always, I always picture some folks back then kind of, you know, an old style barn raising like, okay, we're going to build a house today. Oh, all right. Sounds good. An entire house or an entire barn. Oh, it's right now, right now, Schwarber's going through his adjustment phase. Same as what Hap will have to be do, will have to do here pretty soon if it hasn't already started. And again, I hate to, I hate to judge anything based off of one game. Pull up the box score again here. God damn it, where's the box score? Yeah, 0, 0 for three tonight, and I think he was only like one for four last night, maybe, possibly. So, so I mean, it's it's possible for for Hap the the, the period to where. Uh, major league pitchers get kind of the scouting book on him and then start pitching to that. And now he has to adjust. It, it really seems like that usually happens right around 40 plate appearances. Uh, I, again, no scientific data whatsoever, just pulling something out of my ass. Uh, but that, that seems to kind of what happens. And that's why, that's why I was really hoping. And, and, and this is kind of stream of conscious time, consciousness time. So when they were doing the roster shuffle in the past couple days, I was really hoping they would send Hap down. So we had he had a, just a ton of success, did great. All right, now you know based on our scouting of, of what we're seeing here in the major leagues, here's where pitchers are going to going to attack you. Here's what you need to work on. Go back to Iowa and do that. With that being said, it's it, it's possible that you would then have a, a player, and then this this maybe kind of goes back to my earlier discussion about Madden being a genius in the, in the clubhouse, uh, Hap may not have bought into that. He might've said, well, screw you guys. I'm, I'm mashing the shit out of the ball. I'm doing awesome. Which by the way, Ian Hap, uh, looks like Travis Woods, younger brother. Uh, I'm, I'm half expecting him to go, go, go up to the plate wearing, uh, a, a vest made out of Budweiser 12 pack boxes. Uh, but anyway, he, he might not have bought into that and might've just been pissed off and might not have worked on what you wanted. So it, it's entirely possible that, and, and this is something that the front office, front office has even said in the past couple of years, that, uh, that, that the player needs to have the struggle so then that way they can see it and adjust to it and believe in it and, and all of those kind of things. And, and so maybe that's part of it. Maybe we'll see in a couple of weeks he gets sent back down to Iowa. Maybe he never gets sent back down to Iowa. Right now, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not entirely believing that, that he's this kind of player. Uh, if only because he's kind of struggled the past couple of years, and and that's so you have you have a lot of proof of thing A. So if you want to prove thing B, you need an equal amount of proof, and we don't have that yet. For some reason, I've I've spent a lot of time lately on uh, on flat Earth websites and watching those videos. Uh, it, it's fairly frustrating. And then anytime you, you you try to question or anything, that they they get pissed off and call you a sheeple and all that kind of stuff. But we have we have all of this evidence that the Earth is a sphere, oblate spheroid. So you need a, an equal mountain of proof to say that it's a flat Earth. And and in the case with with Ian Happ, we we have a lot of data that says that he's he's an okay hitter. His biggest asset might be that he's he's versatile. I wish he could play shortstop. 
because right now the Cubs, the only backup shortstop the Cubs have is is Javier Baez, uh, and 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 Baez has at least shown that, and and I hate to admit this, he he's at least shown that that he can hit well enough to be a a highly serviceable utility player, which which means now now that I'm kind of re-softening on him, I I, I go through phases with Baez to where. I soften on him, and I'm like, all right, he's 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 fine. He, if he gets 400, 450 plate appearances, he'll do well enough. He has good defense, and then he and then he puts together like a two month string of just crap baseball, and then I start hating him again, and then he puts together a month long string of just amazing baseball, and then and then I think, well, maybe maybe just his amazing talent wins the day. Ah, <sighs> you frustrate me, Javier Baez, but God damn it, do I respect you. Oh, with that, uh, in terms of recordings in the next couple of weeks, not sure exactly what uh, what will happen there. Uh, I, again, right now, kind of focuses tonight. Tonight was 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 kind of a, a rest night. Uh, I've been focused on on packing boxes. Last night, uh, kind of took down my shop, which is my garage. Garage. Uh, I, I, you know, I got a little got a little misty eyed taking down. Uh, taking down my pegboard, taking down shelving, uh, getting various things kind of kind of torn down for easier transit. It's just I, I, this is this is the the first place I've ever lived where it was just me, uh, and it might be the only place I ever lived where it's just me. Uh, and and so it's 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 been it's been a fun eight months, nine months, however long it's been, ten months, something like that. I am I am ready to get into my own house, have a yard that I can work in with a garden. Uh, and there's a shed to where I can do my woodworking in, and and so so I'm I'm definitely looking forward to that. But at the same time, this is I I, I did a decent job of kind of re- rebooting my life. Uh, and with that, uh, thanks again for listening. I'm gonna leave you on a downer note, I guess. You know what? No, I won't. No, I won't. I just saw the John Lesser tweet that I that I posted on Bleacher Nation. Some some idiot who's verified. I don't know why he's verified. Let's let's take a look here. Uh, editorial page editor for the Wisconsin State Journal in Madison, Wisconsin, and the guy look the guy looks like a buffoon. So he says, uh, some so and and I quote, somebody should tell Jay Lester thirty four and Cubs Joe Madden that tough guys don't whine. Oh, Steve Chapman thirteen just did. Thank you. To which John Lester replied, "You're right. Clearly they just tweet. The gloves are off." All right, uh, any questions, comments, praises, anything, email is friendlyconfinespodcast at gmail.com. Again, friendlyconfinespodcast at gmail.com. On Twitter, it's DC, no, it's it's uh, CWFC Podcast. So at CWFC Podcast. Uh, if you want to say anything to me there. Uh, intro music. By Zach Litton, maybe I'm in love. That's gonna be there. If 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 you have intro music that you would like to have on here, shoot it on over. Additionally, if you would like to be on the podcast, let me know. Send me some some really nice boobs or 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 some some massive quantities of uh, Canadian Club. Either or works. All right. Thank you, everyone. Good night. Mm-hmm.